Friday, everyone. Welcome to Cup Fifey Break on Unsafe Space. It's what? March 12th. I'm Carter. Carrie's here. Hello, Carter. There she is. Uh, how you doing, Carrie? I'm good. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, let's do some procedural stuff, and then we're going to explain a new format for the show. But uh, if you want to support us, you can go to unsafespace.com slash donate or just slash shop and get some cool. Oh, wait. Merch wait. Notes. Beverly gave me a, some merch. Look, Carrie, here's some merch. This is for all you non-essential people. You can advertise that you're non-essential because all you're doing is, oh, uh, you know, all the things, all the activities that humans need to do to survive. Uh, you can advertise you're non-essential. So, so you can get that at unsafespace.com slash shop. You can also just donate to the show. Um, uh, or you can just like, board? share, subscribe, all that stuff. I see there's huh? a church, there's a graduation hat, and there's fork and spoon. That's a briefcase. Oh, a briefcase. Explained, that's a briefcase, yeah. Okay. It does look like a clipboard now that you say that. You can you can canvas and get people to sign petitions. That's non-essential. That oh. is actually non-essential, I think. Um, but uh, so, yeah, we have that. What, do, what else do we have going on? Book club. Book club. I don't Jinx. have the book in front of me. Yeah. We're reading um, The Fourth Turning by Neil Howe William and Strauss. William Strauss. And I, I've already talked this book up, but I'll keep talking up. Cameron Pasha is the guy who suggested we read this. It was written in 1997, but it's like you would think they wrote it now. They had a window into what's happening now. It is very interesting. So you have time to join us. We're not doing the live discussion until March 28th. 28th. You got so weeks. go to... You can go to unsafespace.com to the book club page to find out info. Yep. Uh, what else? This Sunday, we have another speakeasy, which we haven't advertised very much, but... Oh, we do? We have a speakeasy. Oh, cool. Yes, we do. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> at 3 p.m. Pacific. Uh, this is for subscribers at the apostate level and above. You'll get an email and be invited to this if you want to show up. So step on know. down to the Sunday speakeasy where we'll, we'll be uh, hoofing and chinning. I don't know what she just said, but it it's going to be Jake. It's, it's yeah. going to be Jake. You know what that means. <laughs> I forget. Um, so wait, I want to, we have to, I, I want to talk about the new show format that we're going to do in just a moment because we have someone standing by. He's, he's being very yeah. patient. We have a um, secret guest, guys. We have a secret guest. Uh, here's the deal. I'm sure people have known, noticed this. I'm just going to be honest. Carrie said I should just be honest with you, so I'm just going to be honest. Uh, I'm like burnt out with like, I'm tired of talking about negative news all the time. And someone said the other day in chat, you guys should do an intentionally positive show once in a while. And I was like, yeah, we should. Cause I'm sick of looking at news stories and being like, here's some more woke people ruining this thing here. Because here's, they've ruined Dr. Seuss. Can I they've jump in? Disney. Yeah, because please. it's like, because so after social justice became mainstream, when we started this show, we had a separate show we still have it and we're going to revamp it a little bit but we have a show called deprogrammed which is specifically a deep dive into my old belief system into social justice ideology and daily kafefi which then became kafefi break once we stopped doing it daily started doing it on mondays and fridays is like what's going on in the news just talking about culture and and politics and day you know daily happenings but social justice went mainstream last year in June. It became everything. And so yeah. it's everything. It's everywhere. It's McDonald's. It's Amazon. They're all pushing it now. So every day, I'm sure you guys are feeling this too. It's like, oh, great. Now they're targeting Dolly Parton. Okay. Now it's Dr. <laughs> Seuss. Okay. Right. Now there's, there's like so many 
outrage provoking stories, which people I think are right to feel outraged about it, but it gets exhausting and we don't want to just be focused on outrage and trying to explain what social justice is through all of these incidents to like new people. Um, And I do think you're right, Carter, like people appreciated when we did that gratitude show on Thanksgiving, people really appreciated that. It was a positive thing. And so, yeah, I didn't mean to step on your No, no, no. It was was great. Yeah, it was great points. And and you're right. And so, uh, you know, I kind of had a little introspective moment and I was worried about saying some of this to the team. And (laughs) Carrie was like, I think I think you should just tell the audience what's going on. On. So, if you're like, feeling tired, so's yeah. the audience. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. Yeah. So I'm feeling tired about this. And here's the thing: there are there are things that both Carrie and I. There are specific topics that Carrie and I, each of us, wants to do like deep dives on a particular topic and maybe do a presentation on a particular topic. And that's something that's close to my heart. But Coffee Break isn't really the right format for that. It's not. It's really long, and like you can't do that. You can't like have fun and be relaxed and then do a very serious topic for 20 minutes. Like it's very difficult to do. So this is like a hanging out show. Yeah. Where we talk about the news and we interact with chat. And so we're just going to make it more conversational. I told Carter, why don't you just show up to have fun? And we will discuss the news because when we have conversations offline as friends, we don't, you don't, you don't get really stressed out before our conversations though. You don't, you're not like, what will we talk about in the phone call? Like you just, these things naturally come up. And so this will free up. We're going to do some standalone issue specific videos. And then we're going to keep Kefefe break as more conversational. And Carter is going to feel the freedom to come to it more relaxed. You will notice he's not wearing his tie. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's, that's intentional, right? So, yeah, so I'm trying to be more relaxed. And I, I actually had, I didn't tell you this, Carrie. I worked this morning, I worked at not prepping. Um, like, I made sure I did other stuff. Uh, because, um, and, and I, I do need an outlet for some of that, some of the, you know, longer do- deep dives. And the plan behind this is it frees me up. Like, it gives me, frankly, mental and, and, time space to go do a particular topic and just do a video. I can just do a video. It doesn't need to be live. I can do a video on a thing, put that topic out, but Kofi breaks will be reserved to kind of interacting with you guys, interacting with Carrie and to make it easier and more fun. We're going to start bringing other people on the show. Uh, our model, I think we can say we ripped off from, we looked at Friday night tights and said, we love what they do. Let's bring for, for that show, let's just start bringing on other people so that we can have a conversation but about it and be, let it go wherever it goes. It'll be different. It's not ripping off. There's other shows that have guest hosts. Like uh, it's inspired by the fun. Uh, yeah, it's sure, inspired by the fun that they have on that show. So well, anyway, our goal this is way too much build up. But our goal is just we want to have new and fun people to chat with on Fridays. So Fridays we'll have one guest at a time. We're not going to have like eight people, and. It'll, going it's not going to be anywhere near as long as those fun shows, but uh, we'll keep it our regular length and everything. But anyway, we're going to have anyway a, that said, occasional have guests on Fridays. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna push for this. We're gonna have guests. I'm gonna loosen. I'm gonna not have a tie. I'm gonna relax. It's gonna be great. Um, and to okay. that end, yeah, occasionally. I'm, I'm <laughs> not have a tie. Uh, to that end, we have someone who's been on the show before. And his alter ego has also been on the show before. Uh, oh, wait, I don't know if I was supposed to say that. Some guy who hates him has also been on the show before, but they look oh, yes. similarly 
they look like it, there's an uncanny resemblance between the two. Um, but this is the one we like. Uh, and his name is Mark Hughes, and we probably should have written an intro for him, but he's a comedian from Canada. And Mark, what else should we say about you? Salam alaikum. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent way to begin. Yeah, what, what's what's going on, you fucking Nazi pieces of shit down there in the states? Well, oh you know, we're trying to we're trying to roll out the authoritarian agenda, but it's slow. There's these freaking Texans are pushing back. I don't. That's great. Yeah, you guys are doing. You guys are fucking killing it down there. I see. What back when I when we first met, we had about the same amount of subscribers on YouTube. We did. So yeah, yeah, fifteen hundred. No, not even. Wow. Uh, it, it was it was com- comparable. It was comparable. I went up two hundred, and you guys went up. I think <laughs> thirty five thousand, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> it's all carried. So, I know. Carried. I know. I know. It's all carried. It is one hundred percent all carried. It's all tiger. What? Speaking of which, uh, somebody in our tell we have a Telegram channel, Mark, where people yeah. watch the show can hang out. And yep. I just found out they do live voice discussions after Feffy breaks, which is cool. But they also right. created stickers for the show, right. and they made made a bunch of ones of Tiger, which oh, cool. is super silly and fun. And uh, on that note, would you mind? You showed me your puppies already. Would you mind showing yep. us your puppies? Oh, like get them again. Oh, yeah. they can go get is that them. okay? I said he can't do that on demand. Okay, hold, you gotta oh, okay, hold okay. on. A it, well, I can't. I can't. I gotta go get them. It really fucks the flow of the thing up. See, this is what happens when you put women in charge, man. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, but you get you get thirty five thousand new subscribers, so it's worth it. It's all about the animals. Okay. It's chaos, but it's all good. By the way, I don't understand this question. Uh, Mick Wynn asks you, Carrie, where is your Yorkshire flat cap? Isn't that what oh. you're wearing? Is there a different? No, type this of is flat not cap? a flat cap. This is actually oh. this is one I had before I got the flat cap. Um, oh. I don't know what this one's called. Maybe somebody in the chat knows. Oh, that's like a chauffeur's hat almost. Is it? Oh, maybe not. I don't know. Um, well, uh, my flat cap is on the hat rack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hat poor, as people say. Look at these babies. <laughs> Although only making up 13% of the general population, they make up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they're squirming. Okay, get okay, them. We've screenshot. seen them. We got a screenshot for doxing. Oh, do nice. you know what they call the sound of a ferret? What? what? Duking. What is it? What is it? So people can duke me later. Duking. Duking? By the way, does oh. your shirt say conspiracy theories are astrology for men? Yep. That is so awesome, except for there's more validity to conspiracy theories. That's true. And it, okay. uh, then the, then the, then the uh, subtext thing is, uh, and that's such a chemtrail thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cool shirt. I posted it as a Facebook status, and then someone said, if you make that a shirt, I'll buy it. And fucking prick Did didn't buy it. Other people bought it, but he didn't. They never <laughs> do. They're such yeah. full. They're so full of shit, man. They, no, uh, that always happens. I yeah. would buy that. I oh, would. Yeah. To- hey, do you have merch? Where's your merch? And then you, here's a link right here. Look, I'll look. It's the credit card things even set up ready for you to do, <laughs> and they don't do it. But you bought it. Yeah, you know, there's a there's. I have, the, to, I have to show off thing. the goods. You know, what's that, Carter? I was gonna say there's there's a geek. This is a geeky thing, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Uh, 
there's a book called The Mom Test, which is one of my favorite books for uh, small right. business, like startup people. But it's mm -hmm. about that exact thing. How like, how do you actually get real feedback about, about what might actually work? Because everyone lies to you. And like, yeah. everyone's like your mom. Oh, that's great, honey. What a great business idea. I think it's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and in fact, no one like no one actually what, liked it. What it's was this service again? Or what is it? It's a book. It's called The Mom oh. Test. The Mom Test. Okay. It's a really but, good book. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. I find um, I get two. I get I don't get the I, I'll be one thing I like about my fans is I don't get the 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 treacly cloy. Oh, my God, you're so great. I get pretty odd. Like they're pretty just. Yeah, good job, bud. Or or I get horrendously inappropriate unsolicited advice that doesn't do anything uh, like have you thought about like using keywords and a different thumbnail it's like do none of that shit works anymore <laughs> that doesn't it's it's all like and then it, it like you know you really should be chopping it up into clips i do and they get less views dumbass fuck man yeah wait so just so you uh plug your channel where people can find uh, you. Oh, uh, at Mark Hughes comic or comedian, what a variation on all of them. While I'm, I get banned on Facebook all the time though. So I don't know if I'm, I think I'm not banned right now, but yeah. You're like, uh, Twitter? I'm on Twitter. I, yeah, I don't, okay. I tweet. I don't, you know, I, oddly enough, did you know in Canada, Twitter isn't that popular? No. It never caught on up here. No. Pirate hmm. yeah. Tomsky says, go ahead. Oh no no! You're that's your job. You're the woman. He says yeah. in in Yorkshire, everyone tells you how stupid your ideas are. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Excellent. That's thank good. you, Pirate Tossy. So yeah. I, by the way, the mom test only works depending on your mom. I think my mom would have been the opposite. Right. Like, you know, you cured mom. cancer. Well, no one's going to like your cure for cancer. Fuck you. So I wanted to talk to Mark about <laughs> too much time. Uh, oh, oh, one, one of Wait. one of you looking forward to a good convo for a Friday. Instead, we got a foul mouth jerk out of here. Sorry, I lost you. One of your guys is uh, your uh, oh your, well, yeah. well, I, that'll be his loss. <laughs> is that loss. a real comment? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. That'll be yeah. his loss because we yeah. are still having a good convo. Yeah, I don't want to get it twisted. We're still going to yeah. talk about what's in the news. I guess my point is, and I, there are some news article news items I want to discuss today. My point is, psychologically, I think Carter comes to this thinking it needs to be as thoroughly researched and uh, and it, like a standalone video where you're deep diving into an issue. And we just want to make it more conversational, which it, it's sort of been a mix of both. But this frees up in your well, mind, I think, Carter, that we can just talk about the news without you having to go very in depth ahead of time. Right. I everything. get to do that for stuff I care about separately. Right. Yeah. So, for example, I wanted to talk to Mark about the state of comedy. That was one of the things we kept going back and forth about. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, just where do you – because I have – people probably know if they watch the show. I have a lot of optimism about where things are headed. I mean, I know things are still – I th I still think things are going to get worse. More more censorship, more propaganda. The mm -hmm. wokeness is going to get worse. Mm -hmm. But I But I think there's a growing resistance to it. If you think about it like a virus – there's a lot of people who are now becoming inoculated to it. And so I can, I can fast forward past that period. That's going to be worse. And I can see a possible end to this at some point. And I have a lot of optimism about where comedy might end up. So what do you, do you share that perspective or what do you think about the state of comedy? Yeah. Uh, the state of comedy is people are like, it's dead. No, it's not. Um, okay. Here's this. Okay, I, I may I brought notes on this because I was okay. telling Car I was telling Carter beforehand. Um, 
doing comedy in Canada. So co comedy in Canada, the infrastructure industry, air quotes, heavy on the air quotes in industry in Canada is government funded. So that's what the culmination of what is happening in the US could look like if it kept on going that way. So in order to get any kind of actual like career air quotes in Canada, you have to be vetted through all the usual um, uh, basically they only they only fund diversity quota stuff right okay. now the people who are in charge of booking and producing and this is the model for the rest of it so the only the only comedy that this doesn't really apply to in canada is air quotes amateur air quotes underground but the the air quotes industry and the reason i'm emphasizing the air quotes is because it's all kind of bullshit it's not it's it's really it even the industry's kind of is is pretty much amateur Right. It's <laughs> just they, they they get government money. So, OK, I'll start with what the, 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 the mainstream infrastructure, how that works to get the negative out of the way. Then I'll get go to the positive. I don't want to focus on the negative. I'm so tired of talking about cancel culture. I fucking hate that subject now because it's just, hey, look, they canceled this. Can you believe it? Yep. Have you not been paying attention for the last five years? They cancel everything now, man. Yeah. And, and then people the and, uh, <laughs> and then all people do is they go, look, they're canceling. Well, what are you doing? Are you doing anything? And but we'll get to that in a minute. Okay, so here's the reason I'm I want to talk about this is because this the, the way comedy works in Canada I think is the the potential doom and gloom that could happen for the rest of the world if it if people don't kind of if they don't uh, start taking ownership and agency. Eh? Nice SJW word, eh? We use their shit against them. Um, if you take owner, we. we have to take ownership and agency away from the powers that be. Okay, get to that in a second. Okay, the model in Canada is it's government funded. So the customer is not the audience. If you think about I, it. Oh, because of the customers are you who's telling buying me comedy it? is government funded in Canada? Yeah, yeah. I. How did yeah. that conversation go in whatever freaking parliament? Dude, I'm just I'm have? just trying to exist in the fucking wasteland, <laughs> the post-apocalyptic wasteland. That's that's that you got to get someone smarter than than me on that. But we don't have like okay. NBC, we don't have CB uh, or CBS, we don't have Comedy Central. Because we're large landmass, small population, government funds everything, right? Let, let's uh, put bureaucrats in charge of funny. So basically, have you heard? Have you guys heard the term PMC? professional yeah. managerial class so it's a fancy okay. it's a neat term they run everything now now sometimes people call them sjw's but i don't think they're actually pure blood sjw's i think they just go along with they it just go they, along they, yeah. with what's so whatever's technocrats popular. or whatever yeah. or or so they're the ones who do all the booking the okay. professional mat these liberal arts educated uh, professional managerial class types are the ones who are in charge of the booking and uh, and hiring and everything, right? And they their go pay to, is coming from the government. They, from they're tax paid dollars, by the government. Tax to dollars. To put it in perspective, this is how little audience uh, engagement <laughs> matters in Canada. CBC, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, which is basically our government, our state broadcasting corporation, in 2019 or 2020, might have the years wrong, but anyway, very recently, Viewership went down 25% and they didn't lose a fucking nickel in their budget. They probably got more. They were probably, probably like, yeah. we need more money because viewership's down. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if people are watching. So let's, to put it quite simply, if it doesn't matter 
if people are watching or not. And I'm one of these professional managerial class smug fucking cunts, right? Why would I ever book based on talent or merit or skill or, uh, or, or oh, the audience seems to like them. Let's book them. I'm going to book my friends. I'm going to book my et cetera, et cetera. Okay. That trickles down all the way to the open mic circuit in Canada. This is, this is the model. So here's the problem with that's many problems with this. Here's the thing I rub up against all the time is I can never get hired for anything in Canada. Not really. I can get hired for like small little gigs, but like career, serious career. I cannot, it, it is not going to happen for me in Canada. The only thing I can do in Canada is book my own stuff. Canada seriously dick rides American media, though. We do not take anyone seriously unless you've become American famous first, right? Okay, so how do, does the general public find out about a comedian if they will not be put on the, on the, on, on the, the main um, uh, platforms for that broadcast comedy? How will the general public ever hear about them? They won't, right? Yeah. The okay, I... I promise I, I'm not, I'm, oh, go ahead. How does that, um, has it always been that way when you say uh, they have to become, comedians have to become American famous first? Pretty what much, about, pretty much. What about classic stuff like SCTV, like Catherine O'Hara and uh, uh, Eugene Levy? And yeah, I, I get there was a time, but that's right. dinosaur time. Um, and uh yeah, someone just commented the professional managerial class decide the private channels too. I'm going to get to that. I have a, I have a, yeah. something to address on that too. Okay, you're correct. Long way before my time though. It's just it's long not, time uh, ago. We, we used to have we used to have our own Canadian versions of com of HBO specials. Gone, gone. None of that. We don't. None of that happens anymore. We don't have. There is no other than the CBC, which doesn't even broadcast much stand up comedy. There really isn't a lot of Canadian representation on our own media, uh, wow. for and it's heavily vetted, heavily vetted. So not only is it diversity stuff, skin color, gender, uh, da, 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 it's if you're a white guy, what are you talking about in your comedy? <laughs> None of this should come as a surprise, though. This right. all your viewers know all this stuff, though, right? Yeah. Okay. So here's where a guy like me come has a has a has a challenge. I'm not going to say problem. I'm going to call it a challenge. How can I ever get out to the masses if I can't get out to the masses? If right. I cannot be published or broadcast on any of the more uh, uh, larger or the, the mainstream traditional infrastructure or, or platforms, how can people find out about me? Now, you, I promise, let, I just have a thought, I, uh, then you can, yeah. I, I swear to God, I'm not trying to be an elitist fucking cunt. No, you're just a misogynist, I think. Yeah, the, and racist, all of it. You got it, baby. Yeah. But I'm trying not. Yeah. I'm not elitist or classist. I'm a lot of other ists and phobics, but no, I'm not that one. The general public will basically just consume whatever you put in front of them. Yeah, that's totally. They true. will not do heavy research into. They'll go. I guess this is yeah. comedy now. That I yeah. guess that's it. If it's on Netflix or any of that. Now your viewers are different. I understand that. So none. Hey, everybody. I'm not talking to you put that aside but the general public if it's on netflix or the traditional platforms that's comedy as far as they are concerned in existence i assure you fair ladies gentlemen and other it is fucking not that is 
These professional managerial classes are pump are telling you what you should watch and what you shouldn't. They are canceling doesn't happen so much in the form of sensationalism and uh, he did something wrong and therefore he's not he's de- getting his career taken away. That's just the rock star version of canceling, which can actually help someone. I would love for something like that to happen to me. Well, that would help me. <laughs> uh, I seriously, I'm if someone Twitter stormed me and said he da 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 da, it would help. It would give me a career. <laughs> never mind, uh, never mind. Fucking help my career. Canceling and this happened. I I was telling Carter before we started watching. Everything that's going on in society, I is is is, is, is uh, stand up comedy in Canada. In my experience, is a microcosm for the rest of it. Canceling happens more so in the fact that the general public never even gets to find out about the comedy they might want to see. Yeah. It never, uh, and people will probably go and, well, there's YouTube now. Uh, uh-uh. YouTube is part of the infrastructure now too. Yeah. They so control this, what you get to see and what you don't. So mm, right. when I, uh, when I was managing so, so the answer to how do you get past it, of course, is, you have to build your own independent audience and use independent platforms and do it yourself like a rapper, like Tom McDonald, for example. However, it's much harder to do that now than it was in the early aughts. If because, I had started a YouTube channel right. even five years ago, I'd be better off than I was. I, 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 right. I just wanted to do stand up. I didn't want to do this shit. Honestly, yeah. I just want to do stand up. I have a podcast. I very much like my podcast. I love my guests. I love my fans. I'd rather not do a podcast though. I just I just want to do stand. I don't want to act. I don't want to do commercials. I don't want to do voice work. I just want to do stand up. But you have to do all this stuff to build your own to build the audience because you're trying to build the yeah. So when I was managing com- comics, um, one of the clients that I brought on when I got I got t- uh, I started at a new company. And that was the first time I got to pick some of my own clients. And I brought on this comedian who uh, we put out some of his videos on YouTube. Actually, originally fans took his videos and put them on YouTube. And then we helped him create a channel, put all the videos up. And you may remember him. He was, uh, his name's Liam Sullivan. He does the character Kelly. Oh my God, shoes. Remember shoes? And it was huge. He had millions of views. He, he, he did so well that we were turning down offers from the traditional gatekeepers, like record labels were offering, you know, here's a, here's a lump sum of money, but we get six records of yours. And we're like, no, he makes that amount of money in three months on YouTube and through merchandising. Like we're not doing. And, and so it was, it was much easier back then to build um, an organic following. If you had merit, because there weren't as many gatekeepers on YouTube. And back then they didn't, they've consistently over time uh, been manipulating the algorithms and even telling us they're doing it where now they are suggesting, you know, they're authoritative, they call it authoritative sources. And so now when you try to search on YouTube for stuff that you like, they're, they're pushing stuff they want you to watch instead. Here's the approved channels we like. Here's the social justice creators we like. Here's the uh, recommended channels. Here's, here's another clip from CNN. Were you looking for that? no. And, and so, like you're saying, it's just, it's changed. There used to be more of a wild west um, in the early aughts where you could, you could build this organic audience much easier. And it's not that it's impossible now. It's just really hard. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's kind of a rant on it, but it's just, I watched it change. I watched it. No, I, and, and the thing is, is 
people think, oh, well, you could do just be independent on YouTube now. No, it's the same people running all this stuff. Yeah. YouTube's more advertiser uh, driven now. They want to make channels. Basically, it's I'm oversimplifying it, but for the sake of brevity, they want the big channels to remain big and get bigger because they're like big channels are now the equivalent of 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 a network, of an entire network. So they want to make those big ones bigger. And they don't really want to pump small ones because advertising revenue has to get divvied up and advertisers aren't going to be attracted to a small channel like mine. Also, never mind content or anything like that. Just only a few, if I only get 50 views on a video, an advertiser isn't going to be, they don't want, they want it on the, th- they want it on the right. hundreds of thousands of channels. Then yet they and advertisers plus care the, about content. Plus yeah. the advertisers now, like they, they yeah. discourage advertisers from um, mm-hmm. advertising on certain channels. And we, you know, yeah. you routinely get demonetized. Now we have a certain percentage of all of our videos that are demonetized. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just to be clear, right? They have the the ad network thing, which is supposed to distribute your ads across, you know, a bunch of small channels is kind of equivalent to one big channel. But um, I, I think when, when I look at it, I think of it as like, from YouTube's perspective, they could help 100 small channels succeed and invest some resources in that and help those channels grow by 10%. Or they could help one large channel grow by 10%, probably with a couple phone calls. And that 10% represents maybe a thousand small channels. So it's way, it's way better to just spend your resources on those big channels. Not to mention the ideology though. I think some of this is absolutely ideologically driven, like large non-woke news channels don't get, don't bubble to the top, right? Alex Jones was huge. They still banned Alex Jones, right? Yeah. By the way, just just an update. Allow me to just do because there are people in the chat who remember Kelly and OMG shoes. I was so sad to learn because he and I had been talking for a while about bringing that character back, and then I had my awakening and left entertainment and left social justice. And he did. I f- I found out recently he did bring Kelly back, and I was so excited to watch it. And it's so sad. It's Kelly's super woke now. And is like wearing is all pro did a video called OMG masks and is doing a pro mask mandate video, wearing a black lives matter mask on top of it. It's all like black lives matter mask wearing. I'm like, that's totally ruined the character for me. <laughs> anyway, that's just an aside. <laughs> we have an important super chat from your hater. Oh, uh, fuck. Marcus <laughs> stole, W. Hughes m- says, must Mark stolen Hughes. His, sorry. Yeah. Why do you hate minorities so much, Mark? Because they smell funny there, uh, cuck. So, mm. uh, and, and I don't like the way they okay. talk. Yeah. Not you. Mm. He's the cuck. You're not a cuck, Carter. You're beautiful. I am. I am quite gorgeous. Yeah. I've been told. Yeah, mm. I, 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 do, I, they, they smell, f- no, they, I, I, he must have stolen his mom's credit card. Uh, I don't know where he would have gotten five dollars from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, maybe uh, maybe he got a he got his COVID check. He's yeah, in Canada. In, Can- in Canada, we get a thing called called CERB, C E R B. It's the, your version of stimulus for the hey, for stimulus the COVID. makes it sound much cooler. I know, I know. I'd like this is not a um, super chat, but Samantha Singh says, "Guys, do you remember when Brie Larson joined YouTube? Yes, that's a great example of what they do now." They will take Brie Larson is like the celebrity equivalent of CNN. It, it's like an author, an authoritative YouTuber. So they push that content. They promote it. There's a whole PR agency 
behind her, behind her YouTube series. The PR agency is getting paid big money by her to pitch her at YouTube. YouTube then puts a lot of time and promotion and money into her channel. She's not starting a YouTube channel uh, with, you know, the way that other people start it, just with whatever level of audience she already has on other platforms coming to see her because they know it's her. She's starting it with that. Plus the institution of YouTube pushing that channel out. It's so different than the way it used to be. Absolutely. And so basically here's my, what we all need to do is I think, did you guys ever see the movie Terminator Salvation? I think so. Which one happened? What, which, what was that? It one? was Tell the prequel. The-, the one that didn't have Arnold Schwarzenegger. It takes place in a post-apocalyptic world after the machines took over. Yes. Yes. Okay. So there's a, is it there's actually a, good? Yes. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's actually Christian oh, okay. Bale's oh, in it. Yeah, I like the Terminator Some people shit all over it. Up. No, it's actually pretty I like, good. I thought yeah. it was good. Oh, okay. okay. There's a line in the movie that where uh, Christian Bale is, play- is John Connor. And he, he, what he does is he sends out broadcasts because in this in 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 in, in, in the in this part of the the universe, uh, the humans haven't they're 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 fighting the machines, but they're still scattered humans and they don't know where they all are and they're trying to they're trying to gather all the humans. So anyway, he sends broadcasts out every day. Hopefully, people can listen on their radios if the radios still work. And he says, if you can hear this, you are the resistance. So what I want to say is to your viewers, your listeners, if you can hear this, you're the resistance. I love that. One of the things that keeps on pissing me off about this is people will say to me, oh, don't worry, Mark, keep it up. Someone will discover you. doesn't work like that anymore, man. There's no agents at shows anymore. This is so politicized and and the propaganda machine is so strong. There is no discovering. And it's like, never mind, Mark. I always say, never mind me, even if you don't like my comedy. Don't let them dictate what you get to see and what you don't. If you can hear this, you're part of the resistance. So I'm, I would go so far as to say we all need to actively fight this. And by fighting, I don't just mean complaining on the internet. Did they look what they did to Mr. Potato Head? It's okay. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I will uh, humiliate myself just for a second. If you like what I do, I hate asking. I this is the part I hate, but this is the world we live in now. Yeah. If you like what I do or you like what Carrie and Carter do, I think if you're not already giving the money and you can afford it, you need to give the money. If you can't afford it, you need to be sharing videos organically. Like you cannot be like, oh, that was cool. It needs to be like we actually, the audience, the consumer actually needs to be able to um, uh, be more of a participant now. Because if you don't, like here's the thing, a guy like me under the model that I describe with my comedy there does come a day where it's like, I can't afford to do this anymore. I'm funding everything myself. Mm-hmm. And if I can't make, if I can't even, I'm not trying to get rich. No, 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 no. Just can it not cost me money anymore? Right. And I, again, this isn't a plea for give me money. It's a, it's a plea for, again, never mind Mark Hughes, even if you don't like what I do. One of some of your viewers probably don't like me because I swear. Christians, uh, onward, Christian soldier, onward, Christian soldier. That's okay. I love Christians. Um, uh, They're delicious. It, yeah, they are. Uh, Habs fan? No, I don't. I don't watch sports. I'm a bit too cucky. Uh, so uh, I shot heroin. I didn't go to place uh, in the uh, anyway. Uh, so hey, you got to choose a life path, man. Yeah, that's right. You know what that's I mean. Cool. Uh, if you so, guys. 
But just real quick, if you're not familiar with Mark, you should go watch the interview we did with, with him where he talks about his whole um, his life experiences of going from an addict, uh, you know, being in jail, um, getting sober, getting out. And then and then you you kind of your story reminds me of um, uh, the movie or the show Walking Dead, where right. this guy's in the hospital in a coma. And then when he wakes up, a zombie apocalypse has happened. And yeah. you're like, you're like, you're in prison, you get out, and there's this, and then you're like, what wokeness? And, and I, 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 I have girls, 21 year old girls who drive BMWs with their dad paying for their education, telling me I'm privileged. Yeah, I know. It was, it was, it was fucking great. Um, like, I didn't mean to derail you. You're talking oh, about, yeah. yeah. Um, Self sustaining. So, Self sustaining. It, 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 there does come a point where eventually this will be like, for, for independent creators who do this kind of stuff, we c the point I was making earlier is this is how they cancel people out. They starve them out. Mm -hmm. I can, I post all kinds of shit on my YouTube channel. I never get canceled, but if I can't get hired or I can't get broadcast or I can't get put on anything where larger groups of people can see me. And again, I'm not talking about making, I'm not talking about getting rich. I'm not talking about being famous. Just, People and I, I'm I'm speaking on behalf of a lot of people I know. By the way, this isn't just me. It's not just comedians either. It's like if uh, if pe also if people just don't really participate in in, in um, consuming what I do or these other people do, then people then these PMC yuppie SJW types can go. Well, look, there doesn't seem to be a market for it. Right. That's because what yeah, they'll do to a guy like me is they'll call me edgy. They'll call my comedy edgy, which marginalizes it and makes it niche. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. the general public thinks all comedy is edgy, but they, what they, so if you make it niche and you, and you, and you marginalize it that much easier to get less people to see it or to make, or to propagandize it and make it so it's bad to watch maybe, which used to be, and still is to a certain degree, Oh, ooh, it's naughty. Let's have a look. The problem is now things are so heavily propagandized that if something is considered naughty, people will be scared to watch it because they'll be scared of losing their job. They're okay with it being naughty if it's woke culture is okay with it being naughty if it is um, hedonistic and supporting. That's not, but, but they're not. Uh, but that's not what they mean about you. But no, 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 no. I'm alt right is what I get called. Yeah, alt right. Yeah, but they're totally so, fine with completely blue humor. That's about nothing and, and, other than and, uh, and that, sex to and me, drugs and you know. I don't. I don't care about content. And 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 we live in 2021, so the Overton window is different now. Sex isn't bad, and you can talk up like women go on. Female comedians will will go on stage and be like, "Oh, I fuck so many dudes and suck so many cocks and." People don't and, even laugh. They just they just clap for And them, I have right? so now, many abortions. You look at how many yeah, comedians yeah. now are, are doing comedy, like bragging about the number of abortions they've and, had. And, you know and, what's and, edgy and, now? Edgy now is pro-life yeah, yeah. pro yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm so, so edgy. <laughs> but now, again, I'm not here. I don't give a shit what anyone jokes about. Never. I don't care what it is. If you want to be woke, there's a market for it. Absolutely. Just why does the... There's a market for woke comic comedy. It's small though, and it's a lot smaller than the, all these industries would lead, have you believe. Because they go to these PMCs go to Twitter for their market research, right? Yeah. And it's just the most batshit crazy people on Twitter. General public, regular people don't really engage enough, so they 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 go, oh no, see, this is what is hip with the kids now. 
I joke about what I joke about. I say all kinds of ists and phobics and all this stuff in my comedy. I very rarely have a problem with the audience, the actual live audience. Very rarely. I have a problem with comedians, though. Oh, that's another thing. Carrie, I don't know if it was like this when you were managing comedy. Comedians are the worst cancelers and gatekeepers now. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. it wasn't like that when I was doing it. It became that mm -hmm. way. So um, I just want to say real quick, hi, little ragamuffin. I saw your super chat, Freedom. Um, anyway, I yeah, it was. So when I was doing it, I was pushing social justice comedy in the aughts and up and up through, uh, you know, the, the most successful thing we did was getting a, a late night show on FX called Totally Biased with W. Kamau Bell. And I represented uh, Kamau and I represented several of the writers and we all shared a social justice ideology, some to a greater degree than others. But, you know, we had that in common. And that show was I consider it to be one of the first explicitly social justice late night shows because all, all the late night shows like daily show, whatever they had all been left leaning, but they weren't yet indoctrinated with social justice. And then that comedy show was just thoroughly, we did content about whether or not you could joke about rape and was it misogynistic to do so? And, and you know, the power, oppression structure, you know, we did jokes about a poo being uh, racist. And um, so it was thoroughly social justice in nature. And after that show, a lot of comedy that, that started being purchased by these gatekeepers you're talking about, um, a lot of it veered towards social justice, not because of our show. Our show just happened to be one of the first ones to get picked up that was like that, but the culture shifted and social justice started becoming more mainstream. And as it did, you would see people, con comedians converting to it like a religion, you know, Sarah Silverman converted to it. She had, she had like a sort of a, a come to social justice Jesus moment on our show on Totally Biased, um, where mm -hmm. she recanted some of her previous jokes that Kamau and others, other explicitly social justice comedians were now saying those jokes are racist. You shouldn't tell them. She like recanted them on the show. And, um, and, and you see, you've seen a lot of comedians. Patton Oswalt has become indoctrinated. Like a, a lot of Mark them now. Marin. Mark Marin. Mark Maron. Oh, I wasn't aware that he had, but that, that doesn't Even surprise Bill me. Burr starting to lean I that know. way. I know. Even and so Carrie, I got to yeah. interrupt you. One last yeah. one, the most heartbreaking of all, even Doug Stanhope is starting to lean. Really? That way. The, one of the funniest ones I saw, I've mentioned this before, but because then a lot of comics who had never been social justice in their, in their work, they started doing social justice material and they got shows from it. So Jim Jeffries, that's the biggest, um, most craven convert I've seen is someone, if you look at his previous work and then you look at what he does now, which is all woke, you're like, I don't think you're sincerely converting. <laughs> I just, just my opinion. Maybe he is sincere. I, 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 don't, I don't think most of them really believe it. I think Hollywood and, and the entertainment industry is like a cult and they yeah. just kind of, and that's what I noticed in, in the, again, comedy being the microcosm for everything else is this this group think where people aren't even necessarily explicitly saying you have to do this and you have to believe that but they're all kind of scared of each other and then there's ones of a bit more authority and, and and status than the other it's all status based too statics status and optics based right yeah so someone will tweet or post something and then other people have to comment or like it like that's another thing i'll see in comedy is someone with higher status will will post something 
and then there's like an obligatory uh, if you're if you want to be in the in the cool kids club, which is never you're never officially officially admitted, but you know once someone has been admitted and you know when you're not in it. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. They'll, they'll like and they'll like comments and stuff like that to show support. Really cult like really cult like you you should check out if you're not if you don't already know him. I bet you would appreciate Daniel LaBelle. Do you know him? He's, he's a comedian in LA. And okay. we had him on the show. Um, he has, he's, I would, I, my opinion, he, he's on the left. I think he would even still say that he's Jewish. He um, is not. No, woke. Stop, he's, stop, stop. No, what? no, 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 no. no. <laughs> he's not woke though. And so he has started posting more thoughtful, interesting kinds of posts and you will see them in the comments all the other comics in his social circles he's going through that um he's going through that period of burning off the deadwood because they're coming out against him and they're it's it's like you're you're watching it in real time what happened to me is i my beliefs as i started speaking what i thought to be true he's speaking what he thinks to be true and funny and right. he's losing uh relationships i'm sure in that world because it's you know oh you're leaving the cult the the good news is is the fans I do pick up are diehards, and COVID has actually made it so any show I do, any show I do do, eh? <laughs> eh? Ah, more of that foul mouth comedian. I, I didn't I didn't tune into paint. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, the people who come out to comedy now are 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 like cool. They're they're all cool. They're like willing to risk like risk life and limb because <laughs> of COVID. Right. The, the made up virus. Um, no, it's not made up. I'm not that crazy, but uh, we'll, we'll, joke, we'll talk guys. about COVID it's another time. Uh, is it? Mm, okay. Um, unless um, the people who come to comedy now are like the, the people you'd wish to become to comedy. But the thing is, is again, I've been doing comedy for like eight years. So it's my comedy career started when all this stuff started to this day. I could, I've done thousands of sets Less than 20 have I ever had really, really hard interactions with the live audience. Sometimes a joke doesn't work. Often a joke doesn't work, but like super negative reactions. But I'll tell you one thing last year. Yeah. So it would have technically I can say last year because it would have been October 2020. Uh, around uh, last year, fall, late, early winter, I was voted Vancouver, BC, Canada. I was voted the best comic in Vancouver which is fucking unheard of guys like me oh, don't even get nominated for that shit. Usually. Right. It's it, if you go back over the last 10 years, it's the same five people at various, one of them would be first one year, one will be third, but it's always the same five people every year. And I got voted number one, right. By the people it's voted by audience in this local paper called the Georgia straight. Okay. I had a paid gig, one of the few paid gigs at the only comedy club in Vancouver that survived COVID because we were allowed to do comedy under uh, limited capacity, right? The headliner went and complained to the booker about me being on the show and I got taken off. I lost fucking money because, and the headliner's a nobody too. He's not, he's not like a big deal. If I mentioned his name, you never would have heard of him. Ivan Decker. Uh, and, uh, but he's not a, he's not, he's not a big, uh, do you know what I mean? He's not like a, 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 a ticket seller. Like he's not the type of guy who, whose name sells tickets. Mine does in Vancouver though. My name does sell tickets. Right. And the booker 
caved and took me off the lineup. I couldn't get a straight answer. To this day, I, I, I have had it officially acknowledged, sort of, but in an, in an HR way where, well, sometimes the headliner gets to pick their opener and it's like, nah. Because they started off the email with, we've had to remove you from the lineup. When they reschedule you or postpone you on a comedy booking, they don't use words like remove, ever. Schedule conflict, date problem. And then when the email I got telling me I was taken off the lineup was, we don't have any others available. That never happens. If there's a scheduling problem, they say, what's your schedule like? Here are our other open dates. You're removed and we have no other dates available. And I knew right away a comic complained. I knew right away. And that's how it works now. Yeah. You know, you were saying, uh, you were saying that Hollywood's kind of like cult-like and you were describing how they kind of just all fall in line <clears throat> and uh but can we can we okay is, who'd try adrenochrome i would i'd give it a shot right just wait what? I, 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 adrenochrome would you give it a shot carter <laughs> carrie would yeah carrie, you could tell carrie would uh adrenochrome would, would carter, uh, do you not know what adrenochrome the source. Is? it depends okay. on the source right. i i would just have to be ethically a, like, sourced adrenochrome i would totally try it yes true. made in america so it's labor standards are high but i would insist on boofing it I don't know. What I don't that even means. know what that is, but your lo- we'll... your users, can, your viewers can look it up. Boofing, B O O F. And your all your Christian, all your Christians are going to get mad at you guys for having me on here. This foul mouth comedian. I don't care if he talks about crannies and stuff like that, but he better not swear. What do you? What was your question, Carter? No, I was just, I was just, I was just going to ask about, um, you know, you. I don't actually think Hollywood is much different than the rest of the culture. And you, you have mentioned, you know, you said that people just kind of watch mainstream people just kind of watch whatever's presented to them, right? Um, and I, I, I think that's because they, it's it's almost the same as Hollywood. It's not it's not that. It's not that they're trying to be cool or anything. It's that that no one no one is active in their no one uses their judgment actively to decide what they like and they don't like. They just kind of they're kind of like zombies. They just kind of move wherever the flow takes them and like and that's and that's what they do. And you know one thing that I think people could realize is that in this day and age the commodity is your attention. And so one thing that you can do to help smaller people in addition to doing the stuff you were talking about is remove is withdraw your attention from the platforms that are woke withdraw your attention from the the comics and the mainstream channels that are woke don't give them your attention don't like don't subscribe to newspapers don't don't watch CNN and NBC and CBS don't watch crappy late night comedy one of the one of these super chats earlier said that the there's been no good late night comedy since Johnny Carson. Now, I personally agree with that. I don't know if everyone else would, but like, I loved Johnny Carson. Uh, but just don't yeah, well, don't watch the crap that's out there. Don't watch the crappy movies. Don't watch the stuff that Netflix recommends. Don't watch maybe cancel Netflix if you don't watch the stuff that Amazon recommends. I know I have started to actively look for places to buy. I got addicted to just buying everything on Amazon because it was easy, and I've been doing it like for years. I've been buying almost I thought, everything. I thought it was going to say crack. I was going to be like, yeah, bud. 
Yeah. Crack's hard to find on Amazon, but if you know where to look. Um, what a white what a white thing to say. Crack's hard to find on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got I got a deep web I got a dark web link I'll send you in a minute. Thanks. No, I appreciate it. Uh but you know, I've been actively trying to find places to shop online because I'm lazy and I don't like to go out, but that aren't Amazon, right? Um specifically because you know, my attention, my time and my like my my, my attention and my money are the commodities. Like or they are they are the things that that they're what fuels wokeism. Every time I buy something from Amazon, even though it's super convenient for me, I'm helping propagate an ideology I despise, and that's destroying the world for my daughter. And 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 thank you for everything you just said because I did I didn't even think of that. You're absolutely right because that's the thing. That's one of the reasons I get tired of people bitching about cancel culture is because it's like. It's almost turned into a soap opera where it's like people are tuned in to see what gets canceled next, but they're not doing anything about things not getting canceled. Or like you said, all right, I don't like this, this outlet, this platform does canceling. I don't want to, I don't want to give them money or attention anymore. Um, and I just wanted to clarify one thing. I love performing comedy and I, I appreciate and I understand and respect and value any audience that's in front of me, including your guys's audience right now, because y- they don't have to be paying attention right now. They do. Uh, no, that's not what boofing is. You, next definition, Rebecca P. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. We uh, use the super straight definition here. Oh, super straight. Oh, yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. That's right. God damn right. Yeah. With with with. And then you and then you score a touchdown. Super at the straight end. definition. Uh, Rebecca right. says super straight definition of boofing is the act or art of keeping the bow of your kayak from diving underwater. That is hilarious <laughs> thank, thank you. you thank you thank you for your labor rebecca p um <laughs> so i respect any audience and I, I i i i i i because they don't have to be doing this right now so this isn't this is this is a um an honor and, and i know it sounds like flower language but it really is because they don't have to be doing this right now and it it there is a certain amount of, it's a privilege to have the audit and there is a certain duty that like all right as a i know i'm not doing comedy right now but if i was doing comedy but i have i have to try and make sure that i make their attention worthwhile so having said all that i understand in the same vein of what you're talking about carter about why people just kind of watch whatever's in front of them they've got jobs they're busy the da, 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 i get it right what i'm saying here is unfortunately the time we live in is if you don't want the type of content, whatever that is, music, movies, comedy, whatever you want, podcasts to disappear, you have to do more than just turn on Netflix when you get home. You might have to do a bit of legwork. Not might have to, do have to. Because it's like is, you said, like a lot of options that aren't Netflix. You just don't think uh, of them because they're not as convenient, but they're and there. That, that, that's part of the propaganda machine is, is everything's just think about McDonald's marketing. Just I'm hungry. McDonald's, I want to watch something. Netflix, just that's basically what we have to fight is that it, that, and you, like you said, it's not that I could find edgy comedy that is not me or anyone I've heard of with five minutes of searching on the line. I could, it wouldn't be that hard. Right. Right. That's really all it takes. Right. And why I, this is like, I've started doing this at my shows at, at the end of my, uh, um, at the end of my standup shows, as I start telling people, like, if you can hear this, you're the resistance and this is it, right? This is the only way it, like, if you go out at you showing up 
and, and supporting stuff is the only way to make sure it doesn't disappear. And um, yeah, I, I was looking for, I'm sorry, I can't find it, but you made me think of something, Mark. Um, and I think it was in this, I think it was in the book, love your enemies. I can't remember. Anyway, it was a story about, I, I just won't find it. It was a story about a magician who, and I forget the magician's name. That's why I was looking for it but who at his time was wildly popular with the people, but not promoted heavily uh, in the media. And the magician, when asked about, you know, what are your, his approach to shows and the audience and stuff, he, he talked about how he had a, a gratefulness for anybody who came out to see him. And he would do a, 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 like a prayer of gratitude before each show no matter how big the audience was, even if it was a person or five people that I'm so I know grateful. those shows. Yeah. I'm so grateful <laughs> that these people are here. And I thought that was such a, a great ritual to do and a great practice to do. And even if you are the kind of, cause I've worked with comics and I've worked with people who give in to that sort of, um, entitlement or resentfulness about, you know, why aren't there more people here? Why aren't there, that kind of I, that kind of negativity? And I think it's a darkness that you can fall into easily, and it doesn't engender anything good. And so I think it's that was a good way of a good rule of thumb for anyone who's looking for an audience of any kind um, to just constantly engender that gratefulness in yourself, even if you're faking it till you make it at the beginning, so that you don't become this kind of person who's like I'm entitled. If only people knew my greatness, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So anyway, I've, I've, um, by the way, I've got some gender fluid for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. Well, I've got to yeah. point something out. Pirate Tomsky is, is quite disappointed with you, Mark, because you haven't announced your pronouns yet. Um, and we really, we shouldn't have started the conversation without that. Well, we so. didn't start it with a, uh, an, an indigenous territorial acknowledgement either. <laughs> That's so, true. Uh, I, yeah, where you're not not too you, nice. Try there, Pirate Tomsky, getting a bit of a one step ahead. He doesn't care about the indigenous people of the internet. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Will you yeah. make, will you uh, tell people what that is? Because that's uh, that's been common in Canada for a while, and it's just now starting to creep into so, things in the U.S. Go government and performing arts and anywhere there's a lot of faggots let's just put it that way there's uh yeah i know i know i know i know why can't you get booked mark why is it why do you wonder why you can't get booked um so it's uh they you acknowledge the land that you've been on was unseated or taken from the indigenous people before you do the event Assuming that it was, but they don't even check to see anything about the land, really. Yeah, because they they'll say they'll say lived they, here a long time ago. We'll assume that it was some horrible. Yeah, and like, in Canada they thing. say unseated, U N C E D E D, unseated, and that's unseated. because seed. Yeah, it's a, I I thought it was like seeds or seat. I didn't know what it yeah. was for a long time, and uh, so what that what it'll be is. Uh, yeah, it's it, the and the funny thing is, is there actually some places they do this. It wasn't, it was seated like it's an actual legal binding contract. That's 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 actually no one, no they one's even complaining about, about right? It, so it's uh, yeah, it's real. And, and you ask most like native people about it, 
A, they don't know what that means when you go, hey, what do you think about these unseeded territory? They go, what unseeded seeds? What rat? Like what kind? Peaches, apples, or or. But then you go, what do you think? They go, and almost all of them will go, well, are they giving the land back or what? And I go, no, no, right. we're just acknowledging that we're using it for this thing and making money and not giving you any money for it. And they go, <laughs> right. Oh. That's the thing that, that gets me. Like, if yeah. you really believe that and you're that yeah. like convicted and you have such moral integrity that you need to announce it, yeah. I, are you giving the deed to your house back? To you? Did you find some indigenous ancestors and hand over your, your house? No, no, you didn't. But you no. do tweet about it a lot. Yep. Um, by the way, I have to uh, – someone asked earlier. I put it up on screen. But Jack Thorne asked, you know, when we were saying don't use the platforms, is there any way to watch Unsafe Space without watching ads? Uh, there is a way to watch Unsafe Space without watching ads. It's to go to library, lbry.tv. Um, we are on library. Uh, we're also on BitChute. BitChute's kind of janky um, and doesn't even ingest the content properly all the time. But it, we're kind of sort of on BitChute. The thing with YouTube is it's the only decent streaming platform right now, but we do have plans eventually to not be on YouTube um, and stream elsewhere. And once we do that, then you'll be able to watch live shows not on YouTube. Um, but right now, you know, it's it, it's not like I do encourage, I think there does need to be a separate economy for non-woke. Like, I think we need to start rebuilding infrastructure for a lot of the stuff, but that it does take time. It's not, you know, as much as I hate Amazon, AWS is awesome. It's really hard to like recreate Amazon web services, well, but you and, can. And I mean, just like I, I don't really like doing comedy at the back of a bar where the audience didn't really know there was going to be comedy. Audience air quotes again. They didn't know there was going to be <laughs> comedy, and 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 they're real. And I have to fight for their attention sometimes, literally. Uh, I would much rather do a theater or a club, but I can't. So it's, you know, it's, it's yeah, yeah. I yeah wanted... so we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there to, to have streaming elsewhere. I think Rumble yeah. is trying some streaming stuff and like whatever, but, uh, but I you can watch just, other stuff. I wanted to go back to something you were saying just um, because I, I agree that a lot of what we're doing lately, and even we talked about the beginning of this show, um, it feels like there's a, there's a growing like out constant outrage cycle about what is happening in the news now in regards to wokeness and cancel culture, because, because the social justice ideology went mainstream last year, but I, I will, with a, there's a caveat to that, that I, at least I, I think, I think, I think that still needs to happen. I think people still need to point these things out because we may be, you know, especially if you're watching this show for two years, you may be at a point where you're thoroughly awake and your eyes are open and you see what wokeness is and you see what cancel culture is. And we may all be awake to that. But I'm reminded that there are still people waking up every day. And for me, it's important to continue to highlight these stories um, because there are people on the left who I would say are more like classic liberals or progressives who haven't really interrogated the social justice ideas that they've been told to accept. And, and you never know what story it is. that's going to wake them up. It might be the Dolly Parton story that wakes them up. It might be, or, or at least starts a crack in their foundational beliefs. And so I do think it's important to continue to highlight those stories, especially um, if you're like in your, in your personal life, if you're watching this, who have like to point these things out, to your friends and family, if you know, but there's a balance to it. 
and there's a balance to, you can't, um, I, I just don't think it's, I don't think it's healthy or sustainable for us to constantly just be on the, let's point out more what wokeness is. Let's point out what wokeness is. And I, I think that you have to take a break from doing that. And first of all, and I think second of all, you also have to, like you're saying, do something you have to create. See, social justice culture is all about destruction. It's, it's, it's an ideology that's defined based on what it's opposed to. And, and we can't model that by just being opposed to social justice ideology. You have to be for something and you have to create things and, and support things you like and support alternative content and create things like a last thing, but just, you know, people have heard me say this before, but even it, it like creating a garden, you know, like create knitting, um, starting a family, doing things that are adding beauty and value to the world is just as, if not more important, I think, than criticizing and, the bad ideas. And I hear what you're saying, and I, I 100% <clears throat> agree. I guess where I'm at, do you guys know who Sam Hyde is? Yes. No? I don't know who he is. Uh, How would you describe much, He's kind I don't want to say troll, but kind of. Like, it, it, he's yeah. kind of... He, he would go to he'd go to like uh woke open mics and start reading like uh uh Stormfront and like Mein Kampf on stage and stuff like that. It's it's hilarious, right? He's like Andy and, Kaufman sort of. Yeah. Anyway, I'm kind of okay. So everything I'm not doing a yeah but Carrie, it's it's more uh where I'm That's okay. I, I like these yeah. kind of conversations. It's a yes a, and Carrie. Sort of. Yes it's, and. I don't know what it No, no, improv's fucking gay. Uh, so, uh, no improv. You brought up Jews and now you bring up improv. One more. Three I strikes. didn't bring up so, Jews. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Sam Hyde said somewhere, I can't remember where it was. My buddy told me about it. Stop trying to red pill people. And I'm, that's where I'm at. I want, I'm all about echo chambers now, baby. I'm, I'm done trying to, cause for a long time I was like, no, no, no. My, they, people need to know. And my, my personal experience, you're right, Carrie but I think maybe I'm not the best one to do it because I am a creative. I don't know if I'm necessarily the one to bring the message to people. Like, look, like I think I'm, I just, I think my job right. is just to do what I do and whoever comes, comes. And I'm not debating about it anymore. Like on my Facebook, I don't add anyone. I know I'm going to get, it is going to come at me anymore. I don't do it anymore. Cause yeah, I, I just I want it to be fun. You know? Yeah. I Twitter and all the other that. ones are different, but yeah. I completely understand that. And I think, um, yeah to borrow a Christian reference, there, there are some verses about the, the church being the, the body of, uh, I think it's the body of Christ, but it's basically to think of it as a body and everybody has a different talent. Why do I know and you know that because you've read the Bible so many times, but like not everybody is the finger or the foot or, you know, everybody has a different <laughs> talent. And yeah. um, so we all shouldn't be doing the same things. No. And I, I think that I completely understand what you're saying I'm why are you laughing Carter? that just sounds <laughs> funny <laughs> i'm the i'm the taint of christ yeah, i was gonna no yeah, yeah, I he, going there, he was all man he was all man he was all man so he was super straight too <laughs> probably <laughs> he was, probably was yeah um okay. can you imagine so he could turn water into wine i guess the woke version of oh watch what i can do with this penis right poof <laughs>
So there, I, I just lost half your fucking followers right what's there. What's the positive? <laughs> so you said you wanted to start off by talking about what's negative about the okay, where so, comedy's okay. at currently. And there's now what's negative. positive? There's a negative. There's the call to action. Here's the positive. Because COVID devastated the landscape, it's like, it's like a forest fire. Now regrowth is happening. And the loser comics, because they all bullied each other into having to stay indoors, aren't coming out and doing comedy. Yay! Yay! This is happening and, in the music it, world as well. Yeah, this yeah, is happening yeah. in the music world so, as well. And let me tell you, the general public, most of them do want to come out. They don't really, most of them don't, uh, are tired of this COVID stuff. They're like, no, they don't want to necessarily get fines or arrested or anything. They'll, they'll follow the rules mostly. But if, if there is a legal, well, I've been doing illegal comedy shows, but if there are legal ones and people come to those ones, but if there are legal ones, people will come. They'll, oh, it's just something to do. And they are the coolest people. So what that shows me is that at least in comedy, but like you're saying, Carrie, it's probably everything. Uh, I think a new, there's a new dawn. Now it comes with one, uh, disclaimer, proviso, preface. I think as far as mainstream stuff goes, that's done. Like it's, that's, it's going to just keep woken is just going to keep woken. It's not going to change that COVID didn't kill that. Right. Yeah. Um, but it created room. So, okay. Unfortunately, a bunch of businesses got fucking totally shut down forever and ever and ever because of COVID up here in Canada, right? Gone. It, it, they don't exist anymore. However, those were the, like the, 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 the nests of where all the woke SJW losers used to go. So they don't have venues anymore. So now any venue that did survive or opens up, guys like me and my buds can go and start and they don't get the, a foothold into it, right? And then yeah. average people see what I'll go, I'll be, I'll be a, a smug cunt just for a second. Average people will get to see real comedy and go, oh, there is real comedy after all. And then that'll become the standard. Now, again, not mass mediated standard. That'll Netflix right. and all them, they'll still be whatever, right? But there will at least be a little fucking corner and maybe not so little where it's like, oh yeah, go Netflix, go industry, go all that. But we have our thing over here with an actual following. That's yeah. what I see happening. Yeah. I, I just wanted to read this super chat because this is a friend of mine, uh, Tatiana. And mm -hmm. just to let you know, Mark, she's she's a, a devout Orthodox Christian. And she yeah. says, I she gives, she gives a heart and she says, yay, echo chambers, LOL. Yeah. I'm with you, dude. Done trying to make people see. People wake up, cool. Otherwise, I'm done. So there's a devout Christian who agrees with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um and then and then dag says thank you for this guest oh wow 99 bucks holy wow shit, man thank you guys you. are bet you guys aren't communists either i don't get any of that do i <laughs> <laughs> no no comment no comment yeah oh what have technical difficulty to each according to his <laughs> need no wait, yeah no. yeah <laughs> render unto caesar that which is caesar. <laughs> oh and then somebody says haha i love this guy's shirt um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great trick. So um, I, so that's, that's the good news. I think that it, news. it's like a forest fire, new growth, Phoenix rising from the ashes, the, the resurrection, yes. blah, blah, yes. blah, blah. Yeah. 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 Except my, I won't, I don't have a spear wound in the front. If you know what I mean? Uh -huh. It's uh -huh. like the uh -huh. end. I'm just going to blow right past that. 
It's like the end of uh, it's like the end of Jesus would have been my biggest fan, Carrie. I don't give a shit. I think so. Um, So I I do not. (laughs) He was awesome. He was uh, anyway. Go on. Go on. Have you read Fahrenheit 451 recently? I watched it. The original the other day. Yeah. Uh, oh, I haven't seen it. I should watch it. We read it last year. It's oh, okay, kind of a wonky. It's like an artsy movie, kind of. Okay. So it's okay, but it's like. Yeah, well, it's at the end of that book, we read it recently for the Unsafe Space Book Club, and it's very heavy on Ecclesiastes at the end of the book, and about it, it's sort of where I think we're at now, where yes, there's a lot more darkness to come. But the character, you're kind of left with this hopefulness of what can rise from the ashes. And right. I think I think that's really applicable today. So Yeah, you know, I know I know that book was supposed to be like hopeful at the end, but and, and I guess there was hopefulness, but I also just thought to myself, like they didn't po- they couldn't like you couldn't possibly save all those ideas. So like no, but they can save lost. some. Like I, I, like I hate when people say, like I, I like optimism generally, but I hate when people are like, oh well, you know, this will lose, will lose in the end because it's bad ideology. Like I 100% agree that it's bad ideology, but doesn't like, mean they'll lose though. I do think it means they'll lose eventually, but eventually yeah. it could be 200 years. Like I don't right. want to wait for right. them to burn themselves out while they murder people and like create a, an authoritarian dystopia. Like, well, yeah, in the long run, bad ideas suck, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to like kill a bunch of people on their, while well, on their, you know, rain while they're raining. One of the reasons I'm so like echo chambers, I don't want to talk like I, I'm just kind of like, I'm just going to create whatever I create. And I don't really like is because even I don't know if you guys experience this, even like, let I don't know what to call them, alt free speech, red pill, even they kind of don't. I find when push comes to shove, they don't like a lot of free speech groups. When Once it comes time to get off the Internet, they don't actually show up and do anything. And it, it that started giving making me discouraged, too. Because it's like, oh, is this just a, are you guys just LARPing? What is this? Like, yeah, they're LARPing. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, and they go, oh, no, Mark, don't worry, bud. The tide's turning, pendulum swinging back. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. People told me during COVID, sorry, Carrie, just one last yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, it's going to wipe out the SJWs. And I'm like, no, it won't. And then look what happened. It fucking made it even worse, right? Yeah. And I remember someone said, they said no. Some it was in a just a comment I saw online. I have no, I can't even attribute it properly. It was so long ago. They go, nope, because they're all locked up in their house right now. And when they come out, they're going to claim they have PTSD. Oh, well, totally. and the, the reason <laughs> that people yeah. say that the the reason is the reason that people say that is because it excuses them from having to take any action. If you, if I say, yeah. hey, the the red coats are coming, and you can say like. No, they'll be fine. But like, then you don't have to do anything. You don't have to pick up a rifle and fight. You don't have to do anything. You can exist in bliss until they slaughter you. Like that. Yeah. That's it. Excuses you from action by saying, "Well, no, they're going to go away on their own. They're dead now. COVID will will screw over the." Uh, no the one SDA really people, believes you know. any of this stuff, Mark. No one takes right. this seriously. <laughs> then the next thing you know, there's laws that yeah. are like, <laughs> yeah. right? No, you can go yeah, to jail remember, for this shit, right? Remember yeah. when they said it'll never leave the universities? Yeah, that was No, because then what happened was the university losers got jobs and then became heads of HR. 
That's what they fucking did. Yeah. Right? I, that's, that argument, though, never made sense to anyone who was ever paying attention to anything with history. Like, everything leaves the universities. I, I, There's I remember, nothing that comes in the university and then just, like, doesn't go into mainstream. That's what universities are for. I remember, so, the, ah. first I remember the first time I saw on the internet someone say, if you don't have sex with a trans person, you're transphobic. And I told them, I said, hey, did you see this? They go, that's just crazy. People on the internet, Mark, why do you give that any bandwidth? And I'm like, you're going to see, man. You're yeah, same thing. See. I remember the yeah. first time I saw it, it said that you're a bigot if yeah. you were. And, and so, yeah, that's become mainstream in social justice ideology now, that belief, yeah. which is how this this super straight comedy developed. But uh, so re just really quickly, I will have a point. I had a point about what you're saying about it ending. Well, OK, so I do think, like I said before, there is an endpoint to this. I just don't know how long, like you said, Carter, I don't know how long the darkness lasts. But when I say that there's there's um, the the tide is turning, um, I guess it's better for me to to say I should quit saying the tide's turning and I should instead say the resistance is growing because yes. I think there are more people being inoculated now because it's become so extreme they can see what it is and so I think the resistance is growing the tide isn't turning yet but the resistance is growing and what comes when that resistance gets large enough and right. people have to do something they have to get involved because. Um, the, like you said, sort of what you were saying, Carter, is you can't just, I mean, I guess you can, but if you're just sitting on the sidelines waiting for other people to be a part of the resistance, it's, it's, I just find that kind you of, are, if you can hear this, you are the resistance. Yeah. Okay. And it doesn't, and, you don't yeah. have to do the same things. Like we're saying, everybody no. has different talents. You don't have to, uh, do, you know, you, you don't have to be a comedian. You don't have to do a podcast. You don't have to write a book. You don't have to, you can just be the resistance in whatever, whatever way is the right for you. The easiest way to be have... resistance. Yeah. The yeah. easiest way to be resistance is just to say no to things yeah. that are wrong. That yes. you know are wrong. No, I will not participate in that. No, um, my child will not take your trans ideology indoctrination class. No, I will not watch your crappy shows that you're that are pushing whatever ideology. No, I that it's easy it, saying no, no. I will is, not speak lies. Easy. That's like the right. easiest. Right. My preacher. Was I will saying not in like a sermon, and retweet. No. Yeah, my my preacher said in his sermon recently that you know at some point, I mean, all that's going to be required of us to maintain integrity is to say no and to not participate in lies, and that's that's something you know he was quoting Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Um, who it's, this is like cyclical humanity has been through this before. And, and if we look back at history, I think it gives us a roadmap of what to do and what not to do uh, just in our individual lives. Th there's two points I want to make before I, we, I'm not saying we're shutting it down, but I got to make sure I remember to say them. So I'm going to take the point. I'm going to take them right now. Okay. One, I think this is the year it peaks. I think mm. this is it now. It peak goes like, got to look at the camera okay it goes like this but the it might be down very slowly and gradually right because yeah. i think what's going to happen is this year the super duper extra looper wackadoodle shit is going to happen and, and normies air quotes are going to be like what the fuck <laughs> yes but but it's going to look ugly it's going to yeah. be ugly it's going to be really ugly on uh, segue into in canada there's a supreme court uh, we're waiting for a Supreme Court decision right now on a comedian. His name is Mike Ward, if anyone wants to Google it. He is he was taken to the Human Rights Tribunal for a joke he did. 
And the Supreme Court of Canada, the highest court in the land, is, is deliberating as we speak about whether or not uh, you can be sued, uh, the state can get involved for a joke or not. Wow. I don't... Well, they're I'm already not funding jokes, so yeah. I'm not I'm not hope for that. I'm not optimistic. I'm not no. optimistic. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not... No. By the way, I'm not even optimistic that this is the peak year. I know no. we want it to be the peak year, but... Oh Every no! But year, it's gonna get—it's gonna it be ugly like for a long time. Worse. No, it'll—I—I I, I don't know what it is, and I've never said it before. But for some reason, I think this is the year. I don't know why. I could be wrong. Could I hope you're right? Yeah. Then um, start to no, no, off. but Carrie, right that doesn't—that well. doesn't mean it changes immediately. I know, I know. It means it's going to be really bad for a while. Yeah. But the revel—the resistance is bigger—is big enough to actually. It'll be like a civil war of some kind. Maybe, like, maybe even if it's just uh, um, uh, online. Or would, anyway, right. I don't know. I just, I just think, okay, this is the point I need to make, though. Okay, because the, I'm not, I'm not optimistic about this Supreme Court decision. Plus, Canada has already been talking about uh, working with Facebook to, to, um, like, get rid of hate speech and racism and all this. Canada's going really socialist, right? And I'm, I say this with no melodrama. I say this completely seriously i say this completely sincerely there is i can foresee a time within the next few months i may risk going to jail doing for doing what i do for real yeah. i'm not joking i may in wow. the country i live in and here's the thing for your viewers i have multiple felonies i can't enter the united states the united states won't let me in the country because i have too uh, too big of a criminal record million questions are going to get asked i'll just cut you to the chase yes it's possible but it's unlikely it costs a lot of money and it's a whole but it, it, i've been turned down already so if you yeah. can come here illegally though i'm pretty sure biden is obligated to give you citizenship and i have a lot of spray tan and i've been working on my mexican accent <laughs> so uh, um okay okay uh bueno you have Trump. to come in from the other side are you allowed to go to mexico yes yes so there you go. That's you I'm not, come in I, I, the I can't give away all my tricks. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you know uh, I mean? Yeah. Um, however, assuming that I don't, uh, I, I don't change, I don't change my name to Marcos and uh, you know get a job as one of your gardeners. Um, I decided, and I think we all have to make a decision like this based on. And when I say all of us, I mean you, you, and your viewers. Not so much the normies or the un or the the people who are uh, whatever you want to call them asleep or whatever. I don't I don't like talking like that because I don't want to be like one of them and say I say I know more than them. But I'm willing to go to jail doing for doing what I do. I don't make any money doing this really, but I, I can't stop now. I'm compelled yeah. to yeah. do it. Uh, yeah. I'm called to do it. I'm not I'm not really religious, but I can't stop. Even if I would like it to stop costing me money though, I'll go to jail, everybody. But can you just fund it a little bit? <laughs> That's it. Is there some money when I get out? You go I to jail. You don't even need to fucking for my defense. Just can there be a bit of money when I get out of the jail, or send me money in the canteen, right? Um, yeah. I'm. But yeah. even if it's yeah. not like jail, jail. If there's legal consequences for it, I'm willing to face them. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I think all of us, in our own way, have to decide. Maybe some people have to decide. You know what? I'm not tolerating this shit at work anymore. Maybe I'm willing to get, lose my job or maybe yeah. I'm willing for the neighbors to be mad at me. Maybe I'm willing to be ostracized from my family. I think it really is there where we have to make some of these decisions where what, 
what price are you willing to pay? Because if we yeah. don't start paying a price of some kind, make a sacrifice of some kind, this shit ain't going anywhere. It just gets more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. You will yeah. have to pay a price someday. And that price that what, what a lot of people don't see is the price two years ago, the price 10 years ago was not sending your kid to crappy college and like pushing back in the university. Like the price has been ever increasing and it's just going to get worse. Then it was, okay, now you got to push back a little bit here. Okay, maybe now you got to risk your job. Like the price is just going to increase until something breaks. Like that's that the price always increases for this. Somebody um, just um, get worse. Somebody said on Twitter recently, actually Constantine Kissin from Trigonometry, he had posted something to the effect of we all need to start trying to make ourselves uncancelable. And I agree with that sentiment as best you can. And and I don't judge anyone for the choices they make. I know there's a there are a lot of good reasons for not speaking what you believe to be true during this time. Um, but someone replied to his post and said, you know, the only way to be uncancelable is to remain quiet and keep your opinions to yourself. And I said, respectfully, yeah. I disagree with you. That's one way. But another way is to speak truth regardless and to, to try and try and design a life where you can do that. And it's, it will be hard and tricky. And, but, you know, Carter and I gave up our career so we could say what we want. I quit working in entertainment and I made a lot more money in social justice <laughs> entertainment than I do now. I work gig jobs now and I'm able to do that because I don't have kids yet. Knock on wood. I, um, but I can work gig jobs. And if I get canceled from, if somebody finds out what my current gig jobs are and try to cancel me, I can get other ones. And that's the way I design. I'm just saying in my case, that's the way I was able to design it. And so the freedom to say what I want and to speak about something that I feel compelled to speak about the same way you feel compelled, Mark, the freedom is priceless. Uh, I, I would never, there's no way I would go back to the TV money I was making or even more. I can't imagine a price tag somebody would ha would give me at which point I would say, yeah, you're right. That's enough for me to shut up. No, like this is once you get on that other side of fear and, and you're making me think of this other thing. Excuse me. I'll, I'll just kind of go off on this for a second. If you right get back. to a place, okay. If you get to a place where you recognize that fear Anything that anything that you um, are afraid of losing has a kind of power over you. And the more of those things that you can take off the list eventually that you're not afraid of losing, that you can imagine losing and even imagine what that would be like and how traumatic that would be to go through that. Once you can get separate yourself from the power that thing holds over you, you again, I can't even describe what the fr freedom is like, but it's this feeling of do what you will say what you will. Um, as a Christian, there's, there's, I I don't, and maybe this is it for an atheist. They, I mean, this will put them off, but um, I, there's nothing. Anyway, there's nothing that you can take from me that I fear losing. There's a lot of things you can take from me that I will suffer great trauma, but I don't fear you taking them anymore. And so I think it, the goal is to get to that place, however long it takes you, um, 
and and people feel free to disagree with me, but well, uh, here, 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 here's and, why I'm at with it. Um, I'm uncancelable now. The only thing that the only yeah. thing that people could do to me is maybe just make it so I, I comedy's harder to do. It's pretty fucking hard already, but like it, it not pretty fucking hard to be melodramatic. It's just like comedy of big comedy would be hard. It's hard for me to do right mm -hmm. now. The only, I guess the only thing people could do is anytime anyone hears I'm at a venue, email the venue and complain. And then I'm not allowed there, which does happen anyway. Right. That happens to me all the time. Not all, I shouldn't say all the time, but frequently more often than you'd think where I'll have a show and it'll just get canceled because of like one email, one email last year, got a show canceled one email. Um, I spent 10 years of my life in prison. I know what it's like to have my freedom taken away. And now that I've earned my way back into society by through blood, sweat, and tears, I know what it's like to have be a member of society and have earned those freedoms. This shit, I'm not willing to live out here if it's going to be like this. And that's why I'm willing to go to prison for it. I'd rather just, if we're going to be, if I don't want ideological prisons sound like a soy boy thing, put me in a real one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. Like it, at least I'm, I could get laid in there, you know? <laughs> Like fuck, Mark. Do you trust anyone who hasn't cracked? This is what I came back to. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 I and I know what it's like to have your freedoms, like not just freedom of movement taken away, your freedom of speech taken away, where they're monitoring it. All this stuff I see is very redolent of prison, where they're like reading your shit and fucking yeah. like you'd send a letter out in the joint and you get called into your case manager's office. And they'd be like, what it, you know, we're kind of not even going, we don't like this language needing you to explain what you meant by some, like, like we, who is this you're communicating with? And like, we're, 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 we're concerned. This doesn't fit with your correctional plan, which is like a rehabilitation plan. And you're just like, and again, it's the same types, this PMC type, this yeah. liberal yuppie. Right. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking pay taxes and live like that. Fuck you. I'd rather go back to the joint. I don't want to go back to prison. I've been out a long time. I've worked my ass off to stay out. It wasn't easy most of the time or a lot uh, the first uh, beginning five years was very difficult. Um, I'm not going to live in an ideological prison. I'm not going to. I would rather go to an actual prison if I have to. Well, don't worry. That's coming for all of us. I think yeah, if, if this okay. doesn't change. We are. Um, I mean, we've been talking with people in the States who I won't give any specifics, but people who someone who's getting ready to go to jail for opening and operating their small business during COVID. Like this is, this is becoming a reality for some people who are willing to stand up for what they believe in. And, and this COVID shit, they could, they could have, okay, it could, it'll never, I don't believe it'll ever go back to normal, normal, but they could keep some of these stupid little regulations around for indefinitely now. Yeah, they will. And then they, they could use them to fucking bang, bang you up on anything. Let's see. Yeah. It's Let's see you guys owned it's a restaurant. They've set yeah, yeah. precedent. We've accepted it. They yeah. know what they can get away with now. And the they propagandize. Excuse, they'll do this. Sorry, they've propagandized no, a, a large segment of the population to go, well, <laughs> what are you, one of these flat earth alt-right people because you want to go to a restaurant? Do you know what I mean? Right, right. That's, the the that's, one, of the the that's one of the biggest problems is, it is this is where the normies do piss me off. They're so propagandized sometimes. Um someone said fat lady that's fat that's not body positive um 
in the comments. You know, hey, it ain't hey, over wait, until I, I, and I love the, you, Tazzy. Stunningly for not brave being lady sings. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, um, hey, real quick, can I just read this? Quite, uh, two super chats. One, Tatiana says we will all pay a price whether we speak or not. So start deciding how far you're willing to let this go. And then um, Little Ragamuffin says, "Mark, who would win in a Canadian bacon situation?" I, I think I think she means it's a, it's a reference to an old movie that John Candy yeah. was in. Yeah. I mean, I don't. The United States obviously would win, right? But it, like, we're we're, you know, what's funny? I meet a lot of Americans who are like, or meet air quotes uh, online and they're like, Oh my God, Canada, you guys are so great up there. Well, when we live down in the States, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm an American. <laughs> and, and I'm like, you fucking creep. I'd fucking give you my arm to live down there. You fucking piece of shit. And they're like, okay, there are some things that are better about Canada. Uh, admittedly, just like there's some things that are worse about it. Just like there's some things that are better about the U S or some things are worse, but it's, it's not this fucking utopia that people describe. I think overall it's safer up here. Smaller population. We just, just some, we don't have some of it. It's population density alone should make it safer. And, and because we are a fairly rich country, we don't have some of the same crime and poverty problem. Like it's hard to be homeless here. It's really, you have to go really hard out of your way to be homeless here. Not that I didn't make it happen because I believed in myself, but um, (laughs) this what you surrender like if you're we don't like characters we don't like idiosyncratic people up here we don't like creatives never have all all the best all the best canadian artists you've ever can think of uh canada creates the best some of the best american artists you've ever heard of like they have to leave they have to leave canada was it kids in the hall weren't they canadian yeah that's there's all you can come up with exceptions but like norm mcdonald he's canadian Norm Macdonald. Right? Yeah, and he he doesn't even like talking about being from Canada. Right? Yeah. Mike Myers, he's from Canada. Jim Carrey, he's from Canada. SCTV. Russell Peters, they're from yeah. You know, I I I hate to go here, but I not really. Canada's also more uh ethnically homogenous than the United States. Yes, and that yes, does yes, play a role yep. in, in crime. I mean it's provable. Why do you think I'm not trying too hard to get down there, eh? Huh? <laughs> right. Of course. Yeah, let's just say I really like the color of snow. Yellow. Oh my god. Yum 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 yum. <laughs> uh, I would like to remind you everyone know, that Mark's not, a comedian. Yeah, don't blaspheme, Carrie. Oh my god, that's shame, shame, double shame. <laughs> Carrie's very uh, nervous whenever I say anything sarcastic. She has yeah. to like make sure to point out. Well, that, like, it's only because we live in an age where sarcasm is just. It's so hard to tell apart anymore from. But don't what qualify it. Just will actually it. believe. Lean into it. Just lean no, into it. Like I mean, I think it's. I still. I use it when I think it's the best tool. But I'm also. I'm also really. Uh, I I want to try and make myself understood as clearly as possible. So sometimes, if it's not obvious that it's sarcasm, if it's something that a person could say and people would believe it as truth that they meant it. If it's something that, that some people say and do mean, that's usually when I clarify what sarcasm is. I know will rise again. I'm the sarcasm police. I know. But here's the thing, but here's the thing. There are really stupid brainwashed people out there who will like anything you could possibly say as a joke. Someone will believe. And even if you say you are joking, they'll accuse you of retconning it after they call you out. Right. Right. uh, Okay. But Carrie, I get what you're saying. It is a yes. And, 
You got to do what you do. You got to hey, do what you, you got to do. What you do. To keep the improv out of this. Well, let's, let's just say I'm going to synagogue on Sunday. I've, I've, it's, everything's changed. Everything's changed. Um, everyone has their role. My role will be because I think I don't want to sound too precious or fucking arrogant about this, but I think there needs to be a guy like me. I'll say whatever I want without ever explaining it. That'll be that'll be what I do. That's now I'll suffer. I'll suffer certain consequences that you won't because of that, yes. but I'm okay with that. Right. Yeah. So, but I need you to stick up for me once in a while when it, the consequences, like when they're at my door and like I with fucking will. handcuffs. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I don't, thank you. I don't believe, I don't, I, the other thing I don't give power over me is yeah. the whole guilt by association thing. Yeah. If I don't believe what you're saying about the person is true. Well, I'm not going to stay distanced from them just because of what it looks like to you. Um, well, but I would, you know, my, like, my, well, the way that people try to be, they try to distance themselves from people who have been unpersoned. And if I think someone's been unpersoned unjustly, like, because what they, what they've been accused of isn't true about them. Well, I'm not going to refuse to defend them because I'm afraid of the stigma of being associated with them. You know? and what human what human being doesn't have some uh, flaw or, or or sin of the flesh or whatever you want to call it or like to to like okay right so let's say someone did say something patently racist just right. there is no no right. joke it was okay me personally I'm not no one else has to do this I'll just talk about me that doesn't mean there aren't other redeeming qualities about the person that doesn't actually, mean like how, does that does that is that one ice let's say he is racist not just said one thing let's say he has racist views about things what about the rest of that person so i think I, everyone has to make their own decision on that but me personally as someone who was um given second third fourth 15th chances and here i got it on the 40th one 40 convictions you know uh it sometimes it takes a few um He's still worried about my tone. That's okay. <laughs> but he only paid a dollar ninety nine an extra cent, and I would have listened to you. Um, uh, uh, if is, I know people who've done like okay. I I still chat with a guy who got outed in the Canadian comedy community um, for talking to an underage girl on or an allegedly underage girl on one of these apps. It was actually a setup for one of these YouTube channels that gotchas predators you, you guys heard of those ones mm -hmm. they call them creep catchers or whatever it's like an amateur version of date of catch a predator yeah they pose is. as an underage girl get the guy talking tell the guy that they're underage and then the guy keeps talking meet him up use the phone to film it and humiliate the guy right mm -hmm. right i still talk to him because no one else will and i know what it's like to be convicted and so, sentenced right i actually um agree with you because I, I am still friends with several social justice warriors who preach racism mm -hmm. and the ones that I'm still friends with, I don't believe they, they preach and push racism into the world because they're bad people. I think that they have been pulled into a bad belief system. And if, why would I stop being friends with them? If they're open to being friends with me, Daryl Davis is, you know, the, the black guy who, famously befriended and pulled out of the KKK. I think it was over 200 racists by being their friend and being open to the possibility that they could change. So I don't, uh, I, I actually, I tend to agree with you. And I always, I always think about the way that, you know, um, if someone who's a social justice warrior is like, 
well, one time you retweeted Alex Jones. Do you endorse everything, Alex? No, of course I don't. And also, no, by I, the way, I, I'm. And also, by the way, I'm still friends with you, social justice warrior, and I don't endorse anything you say. <laughs> no, no human being endorses every single thing any other human being uh, yeah. uh, says. Like, and, and people <laughs> right. go, you know, you know, when people go, okay, uh, you know, I gotta say, I don't agree with everything Carrie says. Fuck, of course you don't. God, quit doing that. Okay, if there, if I could say anything, add to any of this, guys, quit doing that one. I just got to say, when you're going in to defend someone or, or explain yeah. them, like, like, I don't agree, or I don't find all of his comedy funny. We know. We know. We, we should know. know. We should, well. Also, yeah. someone someone was trying to tone police me. All cops are bastards there, bud. So, uh, take that. <laughs> By the way, that's an example of uh, sarcasm. Not that was sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, that we missed. I, I, yeah. I have to take a quick break myself. Uh, I have to go. Actually, I'm oh. filming a sketch, and my oh. buddy's here. Yeah, we talked okay, for a cool. long time. We talked way longer than I thought, which Thank was great. Thank you so much, Mark, and yeah. thanks yeah. for bringing on Excellent. your ferrets and yeah. puppy uh, and baby. Yeah, I had so much fun. I don't. I, anyway, I'm I'm really glad we got to talk to you again. And if thanks anybody for having hasn't, me. If anybody hasn't listened to the first interview we did with Mark, you can find it on our channel, Mark Hughes. Um, you can also find the interview we did with his number one hater. And what was his name? Mark SJW Hughes. We're not Mark the same SJW. person. I know we look like we're the same and sound like we're the same. We're not the same person. <laughs> if you want to hear an opposing view on Mark, you should find yeah. Mark SJW Hughes. Well, you'll get and one. then people can find your channel on YouTube under Mark Hughes. Mark Hughes comedian on YouTube, uh, Mark at Mark Hughes comic, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook, uh, while they last, but I get, the, uh, banned all the time. So who yeah. knows? Thank no. you very much. Cool. Sayonara. Uh, yeah. Sayonara. Konnichiwa. Uh, I, you're, this is too much cultural appropriation. We have to end the show. Thanks for watching. If you're new to the channel, we have a deep content library that includes interviews with everyone from Mike Cernovich to Megan Murphy. So go check it out. If you'd like to see more, please consider supporting the show by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on all the major social media platforms, at least for now. And you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space chat on Telegram. See you there. Warning. This is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production has not been authorized by the cathedral. Pay no attention to it. For your protection, the following co-conspirators have been unpersoned and marked for cancellation. I hate having to cancel people but it is necessary to safeguard your freedom. You know the old saying, judge not, lest ye judge differently than the mob. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Do not fear. You may keep your constitution. All I require is control over your dictionary.
Computer voice Curtis, never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.